The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Welcome in, and we're going to be talking today about senior citizens. If you are one, or if you have a parent who is a senior citizen, we want you to pay particular attention, because we have some material on today's program that can really benefit you. Aaron Keo Rankin is with us this morning. Hey, Aaron. good, good morning. Good morning, Bart. How are you? I'm doing great. And Aaron, of course, is with Arosa. And this segment of the show is about senior moments. We're, we're going to have a special topic today. Erin, tell us about that. Well, I want to introduce our special guest. You know, Bart, with, with it being the new year, so to speak, and I would imagine a lot of families were together during the holiday season. And when families get together, we get to eyeball our loved ones right especially it, yeah. the seniors and we get to have conversations and like okay what's going on with mom and dad what's the status what's their health like so on and so forth and of course with that a lot of people go into the new year making resolutions and so you recognize that some families don't have an estate plan in place and because of that i felt like it was really important to bring in one of our local experts and guests and a friend of mine and also i will just say a fellow rutherford cable member right sonia wright and she is an attorney and her office actually is just located down the street from from us here at the radio station and so with that knowing that sonia is just chock full of experience with seniors and estate plans among other other areas i just thought it would be great to have her come in and and help us kind of navigate the terrain of how do we talk to our our family members about estate planning and what does that all entail hey sonia how are you hey i'm good this morning thanks for having me out and appreciate aaron and arosa Um, we've had an opportunity to work with them uh, with some of our clients and so it's it's a good opportunity to to be here on the radio this morning and I do think that that's the the number one thing you should put on your list this year Bart if you haven't done it is estate planning oh yes very definitely now that's if you're trying to get your parents to do it if you're uh, you know in your 50s and you're trying to get your senior parents to do it that's a touch touchy subject isn't it (laughs) to sort of get started (laughs) well if you've got an old uh, curmudgeon uh, father like mine um, (laughs) that grew up on a farm over in Noreen for for the we're we're right there at Las Casas for the that part of the county um it's a it's a really tough tough topic um you know my my dad several times said I'm not gonna worry about all that just take care of that when (laughs) when things go Um, But I think it's something that's really important, and I think he has started to see the importance of that as well um, now that he's watching his his mother get older. Now, how do you get that subject started? I mean, that's very delicate, I would think. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to talk about death, right? Um, There's a, a slide that an attorney out of Texas has shown before 
where um, it has a, a picture of a young woman holding up a sign that says seminar estate planning tonight um and you know that's reality and then you have a little thing over on the side that says the perception and it's a skeleton holding up a sign that says seminar tonight about your upcoming death um so i I do think it's a hard topic um unfortunately it usually comes up once someone has passed away or once there is something happening that's transitioning um, a crisis. A crisis. And, yeah. and I'm sure that Aaron has seen that a lot in yes. the Arosa field, that a lot of people don't plan until something like that happens. Um, but I just encourage people to say, let's let's put the fun back in funeral and let's get those conversations started. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. how long should we plan on putting this together? Uh, do we need to allocate uh, a week, a day? Uh, is this going to be a six-month affair well what what amount of time does it do to does it take to do a good job with setting up your estate sure sure i mean i i think in general um kristen harvey in my office um does a lot of the estate planning with me and she says it's an ongoing process right mm-hmm. i mean we can come in and we can get your wills done quickly we've had emergencies before where we've had people actually contact us and we've gone over to a hospital or gone over to a nursing home or things like that, or even gone, we recently went to someone's home. Um, so we've had situations where there's emergency situations and we can do those those quickly um, if the need be. But um, I think Kristen's got a good point of the fact that it's ongoing because it's not something that you just set up and then you're done. I mean, you need to think about the changes in your life. You may buy new property. And, and I know today we're talking about seniors, but it's not just seniors. I mean, people mm-hmm. that are just having children need to be mm-hmm. thinking about estate planning. Um, and, you know, even younger people than that, if you've got things that you want to pass a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so in general, um, what we do at the, the office is you call in, um, we set, we have a questionnaire that we send out that kind of gives the overview of everything um, that we want to look at and what we want to do. And then um, we set up a time to meet with the individual, um, talk through that, make sure that we understand exactly what the needs are. And then we usually set up another meeting to sign the documents. So I've heard some scary stories about people who think, well, I'll just put the will together myself, not being right. an attorney. Uh, what are some dangers in that? Um, <laughs> Aaron can probably speak to that as well because I'm sure Very she's scary. Yeah, she's she's seen that as well. Um, you know, we definitely have a do-it-yourself mindset, right? I think that. Um, I think it's safe. <laughs> people are. T- trying to pinch corners everywhere yeah, they are yeah but you can get yourself in trouble that way i really um i've seen people do that we actually had someone that hand wrote out some some of their wishes and unfortunately because it didn't meet the requirements in tennessee those wishes you know probably will not be with upheld for them um so that's kind of a sad situation because you think you have put something together that's going to work and it doesn't um, but in Tennessee, there's pretty some pretty specific requirements for witnesses and what you need to include in your will and those types of things. And if you don't follow those formalities, um, there's been a lot of litigation about that. Litigation, that's, that's me. I, I do a lot of trial work. So I've seen those incidents. And then that has actually helped us to use that information and make sure that when Kristen's drafting those estate plans that we're putting the right stuff in there to protect protect our clients. Yeah. 
Bart, you bring up a good point as far as some people, when they look online, they think, okay, I'm going to conserve, right? Mm-hmm. Cut right. corners or save <laughs> save a few pennies here and there. But yet at the same time, Sonia, you know, from your legal expertise, actually investing, and it's an investment. You're protecting not only what you have presently, but also for the people that you love that will be left behind that will be inheriting whatever your wishes are right and so with that they will be investing and and paying for your expertise what is just if if you wanted just a basic will what what does that look like financially sure sure um I feel like there's really no basic will everybody's individualized right Mm -hmm. and so everyone has their own special needs but in general I would say that the wills cost anywhere like if it's just a a single individual that's coming in to get the will and it is something that's uh, you know pretty straightforward pretty straightforward I would say it ranges anywhere from $850 to $1,250 is usually what we charge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're pretty reasonable on our prices. Um, And we just want to make sure that, you know, the individual has their their paperwork in place. And that that includes not only the will, but also the powers of attorney for financial, power of attorney for health care, and then also your living will so that people know, you know, what are your wishes? Do you want to have certain things done? Do you want to make donations of your organs? Things like that. Right. And that really is a difficult conversation for quite a few people when you get down to the nitty gritty about the living will. What will, what are your wishes? You know, uh, if you're unable to make that decision, right? First, do you want to be on life support? Do you want to continue this type of medication? So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And that's a really interesting topic. We, um, it's fun to see the spouses that come in together have very different ideas about that and and it's also interesting sometimes people think they know what the other spouse wants and then they're they're surprised to see that oh actually that's not what they what they wanted to do mm-hmm. so and the donation thing is always an interesting oh organ God. donor yes yeah. Yeah. that's an interesting topic mm-hmm. as well now you so. had mentioned something about uh, if if you don't do it properly the state of Tennessee won't won't use the will that you wrote out on the back of the old letter or whatever it was who makes the decision at that point who decides where your your goods go right and that's why I think estate planning is so important and you may think you're saving money on the front end by doing it yourself which is how we got off on this topic but um, in the end run it's a court that's going to make that decision and that's expensive and they don't even know you Yes, oh. it could be the judge or the jury, um, and unfortunately, you know, I've I've been involved in several will con will contests, and um, you just never know, you know, what a judge or jury is is going to determine on that. And so, so you're paying for a lot of extra expense. You're paying for all of that expense if you don't have your your documentation lined up the way it should have been. And so, even though you think you saved money by doing it yourself. Um, on the back end, your estate is actually having to pay for that if it ends up having to, to go into a trial like but that. But even worse, your estate goes wherever they think it should go. Exactly. Not you. Not your wishes. So oh. the best way to have control is to do it yourself now with an, you know, with an expert that knows what they're doing. That's exactly right. And for individuals that choose not to pursue an estate plan, what happens after they pass it goes through what's called probate <clears throat> that's right um in tennessee we have our intestate laws which just basically means if you don't have a will here's how things are going to pass 
And people are surprised. You know, I think a lot of people think, oh, everything's just going to go to my my husband or my wife. Um, That's not true in Tennessee. Um, The children are involved. So even if it's minor children and your spouse passes away, um, it's going to be distributed between you and your children. Um, So a lot of times people are surprised by that. And Mm -hmm. stepchildren are treated differently Mm -hmm. in the state of Tennessee. So there's all kinds of, you know, different um, areas that can get you in trouble if you just sit there and think, eh. It'll all just go the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> oh <it> my. <laughs> you bring up a good point when you mention as far as the state will decide or each state is different. So recognizing, of course, Bart here in Rutherford County, my goodness, it's growing. Population is increasing significantly, yeah, they really right? Not know Every you. <laughs> day. So with that, it's I would imagine it's really important once they relocate to Rutherford County to reach out to you to say, even if I have a will in place already, I need to ensure that what happened in Florida will be honored here in Tennessee. Is that correct? Is that I think fair? it's always good um, to, to have your will reviewed. And we actually do that for our clients for free. So okay. every year, if you've, if you've had a will done with us, we sort of send you a New Year's back to your new year's resolutions of hey just checking in with you Mm -hmm. making sure nothing's changed if you need us to you know add something change something if someone's passed away or you've inherited something of your own and you know now's the time to kind of look at that and make sure that everything is still in play the way that you want it to be in play now if somebody has a normal amount of property a regular size home uh, and what does a will cost what kind of money are we looking at yeah that's that's kind of what Aaron was asking me before I think anywhere between the eight you know 850 to maybe fifteen hundred dollars if it's just your standard type of will mm-hmm. um, and that you don't need any specific things and we also talk to clients about it's more than just um, estate planning it's also looking at, at other things and I think that's a part of estate planning but As attorneys, I think we tend to just say, okay, we're drafting a will or, okay, we're drafting a power of attorney. But you also need to think about what about your life insurance? Who's your your beneficiaries? Because that passes differently than through your will. So if you've got beneficiaries on your life insurance, and unfortunately I've had this happen before where um, a person that had passed away, he had his ex-wife listed still on his life insurance Ah. it was an old life insurance policy didn't catch it and didn't change it so that becomes a problem (laughs) um so you need to think about those kinds of things too and there's other things you can do like um with your bank accounts you can make them payable on death you know a lot of times people don't want to have another signer on and you know you're talking about the hard conversations with your parents you sometimes want to tell your parents just put me on as a signer and then mm-hmm. you know you don't have to worry about things if things happen later but a lot of times people don't want to give up that kind of control which is fine but you could still do a payable on death so that if something did happen that money passes outside of the probate so there's lots yeah. of things you can do to make the probate process uh, less painful and honestly in Tennessee we've we've got one of the best states I think in my opinion for for probate and we've got one of the best judges Judge Gilly um, here that that handles our probates and him and um, Lisa Bell and his office are just wonderful and make the process really great Um, and they're good about 
you know, it, it's tough. You not only have you just lost somebody, you're now dealing with well, what do I need to do? You right. know, and they're they're really great to work with. Mm-hmm. Now, sense. as far as uh, other accounts, savings accounts, banking accounts, <clears throat> checking accounts, what have you, uh, would the lawyer keep a list of those? So at the time of death. I mean, your child may not know that you have an account over here or a savings account mm-hmm. at, at three or four other places. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if they don't know about it, that money, I guess, could just vanish. That That is another great point that you bring up. And, and um, I have said I am the poster child for estate planning because I had a great aunt and a great uncle. Um, I was always their kid, right? They didn't have children. And um, since I was a little girl, I'd sit with them at church on Sunday. And that was just, mm-hmm. that was my my people. And um, unfortunately, even though I'm a lawyer and even though I should have been harping on them about getting their documents in place, they had not done that. And so it really became a mess, you know, of just trying to figure out where is all of that stuff and what do I need to be doing and it was really hard like you I had lost my great uncle and my great aunt um, was in a facility and um, so it was a hard situation of trying to figure out how to even take care of her and you're wanting to grieve and you Mm -hmm. know all of that stuff and um, so with that I realized it's not just lawyer items right it's not just making sure that you have a will making sure that you have your powers of attorney in place it's really all of the other stuff right the sentimental things too yes and even little things like you know it was i didn't want to get rid of my great aunt's car Mm -hmm. i don't know you know i know that sounds silly but that's her car you know and so there's there's things like that that come up and that's what led me um, with another group of women to set up an organization called Project Up. And that helps you deal with those kinds of issues about what you're talking about, um, as far as gathering all that information and putting it together. And we don't just look at the legal aspect, we look at the financial aspect, we look at the insurance aspect, we look at the social and logistical aspects. And um, putting that all together to say, hey, look, it's not just making sure that you've got your estate planning in place. It's also making sure that someone knows where that information is. So that's actually a post that we just put on our website about um, inventory list, like making your inventory list Mm -hmm. so that people know where your accounts are, your online accounts, even like the password to your phone. Um, things like that so that when you pass away whoever's left behind will have that list and be able to find things um i hadn't even thought about passwords mm-hmm. in this technology <laughs> well world. <and> they change <laughs> so often though yes. so i would have to remember oh my gosh i need to go back and change update my password list right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. if you don't do that you're up the creek <laughs> i am exactly yes so this is really helping with all of your life situations and preparing your will as well, your your estate planning. Yes, that's the hope is to look at the, the big picture. Um, and what I was going to say about that post that we just put on our website, it has an inventory checklist. If anybody's listening today, um, I'm happy to share that checklist. There's a, a yeah. screenshot on our website, but I'm happy to share that with anyone that's interested And it's just something that we've developed over time based on things that we have seen come up in probate 
and come up in estates where people haven't thought about it. What's that website, Sonia? Sure. It's um, www.smithwrightlaw.com. Um, and if you go to our news section, that's our resolution for this year is to, to get that inventory list in place. Um, so you're welcome to look there for that or to call our office. Um, that number is 615-800-4747. And we're happy to email um, that digital inventory list to you um, so that you can look at that. But if you don't, if, if, if you fail at all of this, <laughs> um, then that's also where UP can come in and help you, the, the project UP. Um, we know how to look for those things. Um, you have to go to the unclaimed property with the state. Um, there's different avenues you can go through to find that property for your loved one. But, you know, the, the hope is that if you start in the planning section and get your planning done, and as, as Kristen in my office says, the ongoing process of keeping those things up to date, then hopefully you won't have to have someone hunting yes. <laughs> for things. And what about choosing your executor? You know, sometimes people say, oh, I love this person and I trust this individual, Mm -hmm. he or she, they know my wishes. And I will say from a personal standpoint, I was chosen as the executor uh, for a friend. And oh my goodness, I had no idea what it all entailed. Mm -hmm. It was very, I thought we had dotted our I's and crossed our T's before, you know, he passed on. But my goodness, it's it's very... um, it's, it's not for the faint of heart, I'll, I'll put it that way. It's a job. It is a job. It's a, it's job. a full-time job. It's mm-hmm. a job, and um, that is something that Molly in the UP Project handles um, for our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She has actually served in executor roles, and that's how I met her was actually um, we had a will contest here in Rutherford County, and the court actually appointed an executor. And so she was the individual that was appointed to take over that role. So mm-hmm. she is a professional exec- yes. executor. Yeah. Um, and she is able to walk you through that process if you are having problems with that. Or she's able to actually do that process for you. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a hard process. And we, we really try to work when we're opening up probates for clients we really try to work with them and give them checklists to try to help them through the process because like I said you're already dealing with the loss of somebody so you're trying to grieve and work through that process Um, and it's hard then to then say oh well here's a list of 50 items that you need to get Mm -hmm. together so my advice to people when they're asking you know who should be executor and 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 normally um, most people already have a sense of who they want to serve um, you know, I talked to them, though, about, you know, make sure it's someone that's here local um, because you are going to have so to, to come to court sometimes. You're going to have to go to the local bank. So if you have an out-of-state child, um, it sometimes makes it really difficult mm-hmm. unless they're going to hire someone here to, to walk them through that process. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will be back and continue the conversation. I hope you're motivated to get a pencil and paper because you need to be taking notes on this. I want to remind you also, this show is in podcast format, so if there's something you missed and wanted to hear again or want somebody else to hear it, uh, you can find it on our website, WGNSRadio.com, or all of the other major podcast sites in the world. We'll be right back. There is an underground civilization underneath of the North American continent. It's coast to coast AM overnight, every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. 
by growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I, I didn't understand and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and, I, and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for me so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing of the torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. We're talking with retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. I spent 17 years in the military police corps. I wound up in forensic sciences. He's learned from the who's who in forensic science. I worked with Dr. Pierre Fink, and he was one of the pathologists who assisted in the autopsy of President Kennedy. I worked with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. I studied gunshot wounds, and I was asked to examine the ball that was removed from President Lincoln's head and identify it as being the proper one. And I had to go to Ford Theater and look through all the medical reports. Another case was much closer to home. A grave had been tampered with in Franklin, and part of her body was found, and it was sent to Dr. Bass in Knoxville. His assumption at the beginning of the investigation was that this was a fresh body, and it turned out he was killed in the Battle of Franklin back in the Civil War, and he had been embalmed with arsenic at the time, and that was a good preservative. Dr. Bass said that he made a mistake by about 100 years on it. A different veteran story from retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know, and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One MiddleTennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Hey, we're back again. Up to 28 degrees now, so we're all comfy and warm. <laughs> Three more degrees. This morning on the program, we are talking about setting up an estate plan. Hopefully, you will be motivated to do that. Our guest this morning, Aaron Keo Rankin from Arosa Care, and also with us, Sonia Smith Wright, who is with the Smith Wright Law Firm here in town. Before we go back to the topic of setting up an estate and everything, let's find out a little bit more about Arosa. 
because that's a that's a fascinating name, Arosa. Tell us a little of the history about who Arosa. are we, right? Yeah, what who is, is Arosa, right? <laughs> well, Arosa actually we're an integrated care management and home care provider, and we uh, are here in Middle Tennessee, and we're actually across the the country. But here in Middle Tennessee, we specialize in seniors and individuals with special needs. And uh, Arosa itself, it's actually a village in Switzerland. And so when our CEO was trying to decide about the name of his company, he, very family oriented, and um, his years ago, World War II, his grandmother sought refuge in the village of Arosa. After World War II, that's where family gatherings would take place. So they turned, um, they made lemonade out of lemons, so to speak. And so with that, he decided that because it had such a powerful impact on himself as an individual, but also his family and what they represented, he really wanted his company to represent all things related to that, that you can overcome anything. And so especially as we age, um, you know, the the mountains, there's just such a, a crazy terrain, right? And that too is what life sometimes is a reflection of and as we age we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring heck we don't even know what the end of today's going to bring and yet along with that sometimes we need some help and um, so that's why with arosa with us specializing in seniors and helping individuals with their needs um, that's why we look to professionals uh, like sonia now with arosa care Mm -hmm. what type of services do you offer is right. it every, is it all in the home is it some in uh, facilities it's wherever that individual defines home and so for some people uh, quite a few individuals they choose to stay uh, understandably so they want to stay in the home wherein they raise their children right and then as they age sometimes reality when it gets to that point it 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 changes and so then they're faced with the difficult decision of okay but home can also be at another community and places locally such as Adams Place and so we we actually as a care manager we help navigate that conversation we help with the placement and looking at some alternatives if the individual chooses to stay at home then we will do everything in our power to help ensure that their wishes are met and with that you you uh, have a life care manager a licensed care manager who is a professional in his or her uh, area of expertise whether it be nursing social work counseling physical therapy what have you so that's more of the um, clinical or the medical professional piece on the flip side of that we are now integrated offering non-medical services as well i.e caregiving so for an individual who needs assistance with what we call ADLs, their activities of daily living, the basics such as bathing, dressing, uh, meal preparation, light housekeeping, transportation to and from appointments, what have you. So we provide that service. But where we call in experts like Sonia and as far as attorneys is because oftentimes attorneys have challenges with their clients wherein they're crisis, family dynamics, communication breakdown. Um, They don't want to have a conversation about their finances or their medical. We, I know that my parents, very, very private, very protective of all things health related. 
I respected that. And so with that, it's like, okay, then who could I call in that, you know, is um, objective and really can have that safe and private conversation. And so that's where it's important that we utilize resources, professional resources across the board. So wherever you're living, uh, whether it's at home or at a facility, that's right. You're able to help. We are able to assist. That it's, is it's exactly right. And this is a new road for people who haven't been there before. That's exactly right. Exactly. And and they can use it for a short term, right? As far as like if they're discharged from the hospital and needing rehab and coming out of rehab and going to home, we can follow their care there. So that's one thing. So it could be short-term or long-term. It really depends on what their need is. Mm-hmm. Arosa, A-R-O-S-A. That is correct. Arosa. Arosa Care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that part about uh, helping us down that road we're not familiar with. Yes. Because I think Sonia was alluding to that also in the point that you made. We're with you for the long-term, and as things change, we're here to review your estate plan, your will. Man, that that does change. I mean, uh, things come up. A new new person is added to your family. Right. Uh, so they need to be included in that. How often do you think we should review those estate plans? <clears throat> we do try to, like I mentioned before, at the end of each year, we try to follow up with our clients and just remind them, hey, has anything changed And then that's also a good time because the law changes. And so if there's something that has changed in the law or if there's something that's um, changed, um, we we don't do taxes, but we do like to make people aware of what's going on with the the tax laws. Um, And we usually refer that stuff out, of course, to your accountant and, and different things like that. But if there's changes with the tax laws, we like to make our clients aware of that because I think those are the three things that you want to protect, right? You want to protect the people in your Mm -hmm. life. That's number one. You want to protect your property and then you want of course want to plan for the taxes yes so um i think it's good just to yearly look at it it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have a change but just you should have that on your list yearly to kind of check that and make sure that there's nothing that needs to be um, updated and aaron has mentioned that we have worked together on on sending clients you know changes happen quickly and it can happen at any age and mm-hmm. any state of the game um, where you get a terminal illness or diagnosis or something like that. And so that's also a good good interface with Arosa to be able to have a referral system like that where you can say, this company can help you have that conversation with a family member. And you also have individuals that don't have an assigned health care power of attorney. Mm-hmm. And so that is a role that Arosa can serve. Now, what we cannot do um, is serve as your financial power of attorney, right? Uh, just due to ethics i mean we just we just wouldn't uh, be able to do that but from a healthcare standpoint absolutely we we could uh, fill in in that role oftentimes we find that when the adult child is out of state or if they're actually going out of the country for like a three-month stint or what have you they can look to us and you had mentioned as far as how often do you review your will then as a healthcare power of attorney then of course we review that every so every so often you know every few months or every month we, we will touch base with them because things happen things change now and so you do work with them on power of attorney things of that sort yes living wills yes those are all so important and and a lot of people that's a no-no land to you don't want to talk about 
that i mean i'm going to be here forever <laughs> exactly that's that's what i said it's it's the it's it's hard to encourage people to talk about death right because that means or that you're going to lose control right with the power of attorney i think a lot of people look at that as i don't want to lose control and i'm not going to put somebody in charge of my stuff because i can take care of my stuff right yeah <laughs> um and so i think the powers of attorney um are so important and and that was what became important in my situation honestly is because um, my loved one was still living that i was trying to take care of but i had no access mm -hmm. um, and fortunately um, i had been involved in the health care so the doctors really didn't give me a hard time you know about continuing to get that information until i could get a conservatorship in place so that i had the the legal right um, to do it. But if you haven't done those kind of paperwork, you know, again, that's another expensive procedure if you've got to go the conservatorship route and get a conservatorship over your loved one. Um, it just makes it so much more difficult when you could have just made a decision when you had the ability to make the decision and appoint someone, whether it's a Rosa or whether it's your daughter or whether it's your son or whether it's a good friend that knows what your wishes are. Well, you've mentioned something interesting there I'd not thought about, much about appointing a ROSA. So if you're feeling fidgety about uh, appointing your child because mm -hmm. you don't want to talk to them about that, uh, is, is ROSA a good uh, secondary thought to go that direction? Well, I bet Aaron would say yes. <laughs> I would say absolutely. Yes, 100% bonus. Yeah, I, I do. Tell us a little about that. Sure. I, I do think, and you know, that I mentioned Molly Locker earlier um, and her, her services um, I, where she can step in as executor. And I do yeah. think that that provides people with alternatives because sometimes people don't want to have those hard discussions with family members. And quite frankly, they do want to keep it to themselves. And if they want to talk with someone at Arosa and have that private conversation with Arosa where it stays between them and Arosa, they can do that. And then they can have them listed um, to take care of those healthcare decisions for them. It's just basing back to who do you feel comfortable with? That's what it comes to. You get that to. bond with Arosa? Yes, absolutely. But I also think it's important that we clarify the role of the healthcare power of attorney because I had a recent conversation with a family member and she is um, deemed the healthcare power of attorney. And sometimes I think people use the word power, they take it to the extreme. So, you know, as a, do you want to go into detail as far as the, the role of the healthcare power of attorney? Um, sure, yeah. I can do that. Okay. So, um, really, the healthcare power of attorney is there to help make decisions, right? So, if you get in a position where you can't make your healthcare decisions, that person steps in and um, helps make those decisions. If you have a living will in place, it shouldn't change your living will. And I think that's probably what Aaron's yes. alluding to is mm -hmm. that sometimes people think, well, now I'm in charge of the health care, and if I want to keep mom on the ventilator for 10 years, I'm going to keep mom on the ventilator. But that's not necessarily true. If, if that person had a living will in place that stated what their wishes were, that health care power of attorney is still supposed to follow those wishes. Yes. So even though you're giving up, you know, back to people don't want to give up the, their rights, even though you're assigning someone as a health care power of attorney, 
if you have that living will in place, that still is going to control what happens as you move through the, the process. And that's why it's so important that we encourage our, our loved ones um, that are aging to make that decision and, and have that conversation while they're mentally able to have those conversations because you don't want to wait until they're diagnosed stage seven of Alzheimer's wherein they're deemed mentally incompetent or, or you know, there's a gray area there. That's where it gets really, really scary right and ha- and right. difficult and that also goes into um your funeral planning you mm-hmm. know that's not necessarily something that's contained within your will um, but i think it's important to go ahead and you know talk about that and make decisions about that whether that means you go on down to woodfins over here and and make your arrangements or whether you um write it out so that your loved ones know what your wishes are um you know, cremation comes up a lot because that's becoming more common, I think, than it used to be. And people have very strong feelings about that. So that's something that I've seen families get into, you know, difficult decisions about of what to do. So, Mm -hmm. and and you don't have a lot of time to make those decisions on those sort of things. Mm -hmm. So if you have that funeral planning done in advance, that's something I think that can also make everyone else that's left behind, make it an easier process for them. And also make sure your wishes what you want done is is accomplished and what a beautiful gift for your for those that are left behind for your family for your friends for your children what have you to to really get those plans in place and not only that but to let them know where your will is located in the house because my goodness right don't want to stumble on it exactly (laughs) a year later exactly (laughs) so that's actually a really another really good point and again another reason why i feel like i'm the poster child sometimes for this um my great aunt and uncle even though they had not done the powers of attorney and they had not done the living will and kind of left me where i was trying to figure out what what they wanted to do and um, they had left a will but they had left it in the lockbox right mm. which is great except i don't have access to the lockbox right so um that was something i was like wow i never really thought about that before until you couldn't access it and um so now I've, I've told clients and we actually offer a service where if you want to leave your original wills with our office you can do that so that your loved one can always come there and get it and someone would always have access to get it back out. Um, Definitely your healthcare power of attorney and your living will, we always tell our clients, go ahead and give that to your physician, to your local doctor so Mm -hmm. that it's on file. And I know Mm y'all like to see those as well at Arosa. Right. Yeah, it's very, very important. Some very good advice. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us for all your pet and your feathered friend needs. We also have a great gift department with wonderful great gift ideas. And always we have what you need for the farm or the garden. And in our clothing department, we have our Carhartt clothing line. And for ladies, we have our MG Carhartt. And we also have our wonderful muck boots. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, 
capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Chuck Gandy with Gandy Seafood Company. This Valentine's Day, cook something special for your sweetheart, like stuffed lobster tail, bacon wrap, bourbon glaze, sea scallops, jumbo lump crab cakes, grouper or red snapper imperial. Gandy Seafood Cajun Market. Make this Valentine's Day extra special. Memorial Boulevard, across from Sportscom. Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon, high around 50 degrees. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, alone near 29. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 21. Good morning. Traffic still holding up right now on 24 and through the Hickory Hollow area. Tons of radar out here on 24, especially headed towards Manchester. Give yourself plenty of extra time to slow it down. Warmer weather is waiting for you right now at Pensacola Beach. Log on today, PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. We are back again. Some information that you need. And we're setting up uh, estate planning today. Our guest, Sonia Smith-Wright from the Smith-Wright legal firm here in town, and also from Arosa Care, Aaron Keo Rankin. Sonia, before we leave, sort of give us a, a thumbnail sketch of, of what we need to take away today. Sure, I think the biggest thing is don't be afraid to talk to your loved ones about the end of life and the, and the planning. Um, I think that's just taboo for us in general is we don't like to talk about it. And I think that's the number one takeaway is go ahead and have that conversation now um, while you can. And then, you know, find someone to help you with that, whether it's my office or whether it's a ROSA or whether it's um, Project Up or whether it's someone else that you trust. Find someone that you trust to help you with your estate planning and, and go ahead and get that in the works. And I love this reviewing your estate and your will yes. on a regular basis. That makes so much sense. Yes, I think it's that's one of the most important things is just once you've got it done and in place, continue to review it, continue to update things, whether it's passwords like we talked about with an inventory list or whether it's changes in life like a new marriage or a new child or a new grandchild. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should look at those and make sure that your, your wishes are going to be carried out. And Aaron, again, tell us a little more about Arosa and how Arosa fits into this picture of estate planning and, and just everything. Sure. Really. Yeah, Arosa, we're an integrated care management and home care um, provider. Uh, we assist the seniors and individuals with special needs, and especially from a care management standpoint. All of our care managers are licensed professional care managers in their particular fields, and so. We um, take a very um, you know, objective view uh, of everything and we advocate for that client. And so that way we can honor their wishes. And so oftentimes if you have a family member that's in a crisis, their communication breakdown, what have you, we will have and you seek out, um, you know, Sonia's experience and expertise. And she says, you know what? I have a company that I partner with, and I think they would uh, it would be a great fit for for you all to partner with them and and assist in navigating all of these other little minutia when it comes to your healthcare decisions. Whether it's healthcare or legal issues, healthcare those healthcare regulations fabric, change absolutely, and and you need guidance. Yes, guidance 
completely and you know things change and so it's always great professional professional to have great resources that we can tap i mean because we we cannot be all things to all people and that's the case and we want to know who could we refer to and who do we trust right that we know that they will take great care of our clients and i think as you get to know people say from orosa or from uh, your agency the smith wright law practice here in town you become friends and and that's where that bond yes makes it comfortable to yeah. work with you it's a trust level yeah I, absolutely um you know i i started out my practice with uh doing a lot of business um and in fact that's still a part of this estate planning and we ha- that's one thing we haven't talked today about your business succession plan right mm-hmm. um, whether it's the family farm that you want to make sure still stays in existence once you're gone or whether it's your business that you've built up over the last 30 years and you want your children to carry it on or individuals within the business to carry it on um but that's that's another area where I think business succession becomes important and you you build that trust with those clients and I've, I've got a lot of clients that we've done estate planning for because they were business clients first. Mm-hmm. And Sonia what is your website again? Sure it is www.smithwrightlaw.com. All right Smith Wright Law W-R-I-G-H-T. Yes I'd like to be Miss Wright just R-I-G-H-T but, <laughs> but I've got a W in there. Okay. <laughs> smithwrightlaw.com yes and what's the phone number sure the phone number um 615-800-4747 and ashley is my office manager and is wonderful um and she's usually our first point of contact and she's always there to help with anything anybody needs that calls in And while we're talking about these senior moments, uh, give us the website, if you would, at Arosa Care. Yes, Arosa, A-R-O-S-A, care, C-A-R-E, dot com. And our local number is 615-848-6774 right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All righty. And hopefully the next time you'll be with us next month. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Uh, We're going to focus on senior moments on a regular basis. So be thinking about questions that you have and you can text them to us. Uh, We will look forward to those questions and make this really focused on helping you. Again, uh, what is your website at Arosa? Arosa, A-R-O-S-A-C-A-R-E dot com. Want to say a special thank you today to our guest, Erin Keogh Rankin from Arosa Care and Sonia Wright from Smith Wright Law Firm here in town. Thanks for joining us on this Senior Moments special. Have a great day. Truman's next, right here.